<laughs> we are real working fathers. We are. So, and kids scream in our world, and it annoys the shit out of us. But there's nothing we can do about it. So nope. We still have to do a podcast, L- even when they're screaming. Live with it. We're working fathers. I like that. Yeah, Hello there. I'm Peter Gowers. I'm Peter Kafkas. And we are Two Peas in a Pod. Today's Two Peas in a Pod podcast is brought to you by Ward Keller. Ward Keller is the Northern Territory's leading law firm, providing legal advice to businesses and individuals. With offices located in Darwin, Alice Springs, Palmerston and Casuarina, their lawyers also service clients in Catherine, Tennant Creek and Nullumboy. Their services include personal law, family law, personal injury law, workers' compensation, employment law, conveyancing and debt collection, among other things. And Pete Gowers is back from the US. <laughs> yeah. How long were you there for? Three weeks. Wow. Yeah. Felt longer than that, but okay. <laughs> it, it did to me too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like normally you go away and you go, oh, it was so short. But by the time we got on the plane to come home, I was like, wow, it's felt like a long trip. But in saying that, I don't feel like I did much at all, you know. Oh. Like I need to go back and see more. Oh, yes. Well, where did you go? Uh, we spent most of our time in California. Yes. Um, a lot of it in the beaches district. So uh, Newport Beach and Huntington Beach and Laguna Beach. Um, and then inland of that, a little little town called Tustin. Tustin? Yeah, which it doesn't really have much to it, but there's just massive technology malls and ah, shops yeah, and all sorts yeah. of things. That was nice. And uh, we we took a drive to a little place you might have heard um, known as Las Vegas. Oh, Las well Vegas. Done. Nevada. Nevada, yeah. And my son, every night and I, we, we read this book about freaky facts. Yep. And there's all sorts of facts in there from... Yeah, the smartest people to the shortest people to the, yeah, all sorts of things from science, technology, whatever. That would explain why your kids are so smart. Uh, maybe. We, we, we all enjoy reading it. Every night we get a, oh, wow, that's a fact. Like, that happened. He, my oldest son, um, Oscar, he read this fact to me the other night <laughs> as I was lying on his bed listening, trying to stay awake. He said... Um, he started reading this fact. He goes, the the oldest living thing is 400 and something or other years old. Yeah. And it is situated, uh, it's a tree, by the way. Oh, okay. I was yeah. thinking like a sloth or something. Yeah, no, no, no. A thing, not a, not a being or whatever, but it's 400 and something years old. And it is situated on the border of California and Nevada. Oh. And I'm like, hell, man, we would have driven straight past it. But no signs, nothing. Oh, There's man. a lot of signs to the Joshua tree, though. <laughs> That's a whole different oh, kettle of fish. Right. I, said, I said to my wife, because she was driving to California <laughs> to Nevada League, I said, whatever you do, don't take the turn off to the Joshua <laughs> tree or we'll be lost for weeks on end. And you didn't have... Um Cell phone no, reception no, to help you with Google Maps no. or anything like that. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story, right? So everywhere you go, you get Wi-Fi. Yep. So whenever, take note, every, take note, Australia. Whenever take we note. were planning to go somewhere, we just you know use the Wi-Fi, do the Google Maps, and yep. it'll give you the turn-by-turn description of how to get there. Yeah. And so I just take a screenshot of the whole description. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you can do, you can do it in like yes. one whole thing, even yep. though you scroll down seven times to get there. Anyway. In saying that, the Google Maps thing is stuffed. 
from what I've learned, it's all wrong. Oh. This guy's going left, 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 right. If you just went straight, you would have ended up the same thing. Anyway, so we we took this thing to, um, we took a screenshot for getting from our hotel in uh, California to uh, Las Vegas. And basically, we were headed in the completely and utterly wrong direction. This is just to get out of California. This wasn't even, you know, down the track. Down the, towards the destination, right. Correct. And my wife, who, God love her, has no sense of direction whatsoever, goes, (laughs) no, we're in the wrong direction. And we're headed north. And so she then makes us headed south. And I'm going... Well, I don't know much, but I'll tell you one thing. We're absolutely going in the wrong direction. I'll tell you that right now. So we stopped at this sort of government-looking building, and I said, you go and ask. I'm not asking. You've got us in in this trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets out, and she asks this old dude where we're going. And apparently he he said to her something like, "Um, oh, wow, you know, uh, if I had a gone back to my office five minutes earlier, I would have missed this opportunity. This is fantastic. And on a little yellow post-it note, he wrote the descriptions, a description of how to get to Nevada from where we were on a little yellow post-it note. And it was literally, drive to here, turn left, follow this to this, don't miss this highway, that's, that's your fork that you need to take this exit, and dead set, this post-it note was yeah. better than Google Maps. <laughs> it got us exactly where we needed to go. So he, why was he so excited to give you directions? Cause, I guess because he was getting out of work for five minutes. Oh, I have, okay. I have no idea. Jeez. Oh, he, wow. Yeah. He was some personal injury lawyer, so he must have worked for himself. But, yeah, he was... No, what he did say, he went on to say that he had a daughter of similar age to my wife. Yes. And he said, I would hate to think that if she was in a foreign country... And she asked for help or directions yep. that nobody would give them to her. So oh, that's why wow. he did it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I Good attitude. Cool. Good attitude. Yeah, I agree. But we found that throughout California because we didn't have... I went to buy a SIM card at Walmart and it was just all too difficult. You've got to buy the card, then you've got to buy so many minutes, then you've got to buy data, then you've got to buy all this stuff. And that was the easy one to understand. Oh. The complicated ones were. So in the end, it was going to be like... A hundred US dollars or something, which is about three thousand seven hundred and twenty-two Australian dollars at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, no, nah, bugger that, don't need it. And and to be honest, we probably didn't need it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we found Californians by and large, and this is not Los Angeles, California. Okay, but yeah, um, yeah, in the Beaches District, just so friendly. Oh, that's awesome. Similar to Aussies, you yeah. Know, like, oh, mate, can you give me a hand? Yeah, no worries, buddy. Where do you want to go? And Aussie, Aussie. Uh, yeah, got a bit of Aussie, got a bit of. Really bad g'day, mate. And, uh, but, yeah, I guess people are still fascinated by Australians. That's right. Which is cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I found it a, um, a nice place, friendly, um, cold. Yeah, okay. Now, it was 25 degrees every day, but no humidity. Right. And nights were 12 and 11. So, in the US, I believe that's considered Mecca, like, Beautiful conditions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I found it just a bit cold. The yes. jumper was out. You're a Darwinian, mate. Yeah. That would be the cold. The jumper was out a fair bit. <laughs> but it was lovely. And, of course, you can get anything you want, anytime, 24 hours a day. Doesn't matter what it if is. If you're it's hungry open. or thirsty, it's available. And a question, you did go to In-N-Out Burger? In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> I did. I went to... Thoughts? Uh, uh, yeah, look. Uh, the, my my overall thoughts when I was thinking about this last night when I was reflecting on a few things, <laughs> fast food industry being one of those, 
McDonald's doesn't get much of a, a, a leg up there. Right. Obviously, they exist and they're big just because they are who they are. Because they're everywhere. And they're, but yeah. all the ads on TV are all for everybody else. in and out Burger, Arby's, Carl's Jr., IHOP, which is now IHOB. IHOB. Um, Domino's. Uh, and and the billion other fast food, and that's the, that was the thing that I found most overwhelming. No, not overwhelming, just just amazing. Yep, yep. Even the smallest town, which in Australia might have, you know, a McDonald's and a petrol station. The this little town we stopped at, which was between Nevada and California, so from Las Vegas going back to, uh, I think we we're going to Huntington Beach on that day. Little town. Population must have been a couple of thousand. Yeah. There was every fast food restaurant you can think of, plus Starbucks, plus Coffee oh, Bean. Oh, man. Just, and they're, every, they're in every town, it seems. So, so McDonald's isn't so prominent over there? I didn't notice it, no. Wow. No. They, they, they you know, here, it's on every main highway. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Now, what I found was that um, certain things there were just massively cheaper. So electronics yeah. is a good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all because of population. That's right. So That's Australia right. Australia has McDonald's, yep. Hungry Jack's, which is Burger King. Yeah, that's right. KFC. Yeah. Red Rooster. And they, then a few pizza places. Of course. Now, there might be some others. I suppose down south they've got... Um, well, let's just talk Darwin terms for now. So yeah. the, what, there's that chicken restaurant in Smith Street you and I went to once near the McDonald's there. Yeah, yeah. See, oh. what, whatever it's called. But there's not yeah. much more than that. But in America, you forget about all the places they've got. You know, if you said, there's oh, so many. let's get a burger, if that's what you're into. Oh, you have a good time and, there. Yeah, and their burgers are not like a McDonald's burger. They're like, you know, a decent patty, bacon, cheese, <laughs> pickles, you know, onions if you want them, lettuce. Like they're a, a fair, you know, man-sized burger. Oh, man. So I remember I went to one place, which was not like your normal burger joint, but it was just a... Um, I suppose what we'd call like a more casual sort of cafe. They did like, um, we call them toasties, they call them grilled cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grilled and cheese, that's right. Grilled cheese. And so when we asked for a toasty, my, my wife asked for a toasty, the guy's like, you mean a grilled cheese, ma'am? <laughs> like, What's ma'am? a grilled cheese? And he explained, yeah, grilled cheese, I'll take one of those. And and I looked at the menu, it was just all too much to choose, so I chose a burger. Yeah. And just like a... Um, I guess what we'd call like a junior burger. Yeah. It's just a small little thing with some fries. Small over there, and, yeah. Um, and I go, what's what's the single versus the double? Because I only wanted small. He goes, oh, double's the normal. I said, what's that? He goes, that's two two patties. I said, no, no, I just want one. Okay, that's a... And that's like a kid's one. Because everyone normally has like two, three, and I guess more than that. So I was like, no, the, the, the portions are massive. Yeah, that's right. So the burger, I'm guessing, was this big? Not... No, it was big. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was big enough for me for a snack, mid-afternoon snack. It wasn't like a lunch or dinner or whatever. It was more than I wanted, plus the you know bucket of chips that came with it as well. See, I'm just referring this back to Darwin. You have McDonald's now in the in, in the city. Yeah, you have Hungry Jacks in the city. Yes. Then you've got um, McDonald's on the Stuart Highway there. Yeah, Stuart Park. Stuart Park. Thank yep, you. Yeah. Then you've got McDonald's. On uh, Miller? corner of Baggett, yeah, yeah, Lord Miller, and then Palmerston, and then and then Casuarina, and Casuarina, yeah, and Palmerston and Coolalinga, and Coolalinga, yeah, and, and 
I thought Hungry Jacks was meant to be a direct competitor where they open up every wherever there's a McDonald's. There's or, or am I thinking two different companies now? Um, well, I, I would I would definitely um, think of them like that. That certainly was a fa- um, a, a pizza trade facet, you know. So. And they used to have clusters, what we used to call cholesterol corner. Right. So they'd have yes. KFC, Pizza Hut, McDonald's, yes. Red Rooster, for example, yeah. all side by side, different owners. Yeah. But because families don't all want the one thing. So mum goes to healthy pizza, <laughs> dad goes to healthy McDonald's, and the kids get nuggets or something. Yeah. From, yeah, that That's kind of the, the philosophy behind it. Yeah, sorry, I was also, I thought of it now. It's got to do with the Woolworths versus Coles model. Yes. Yeah. Supermarkets, we're, definitely. Yeah, where Woolworths opens. And, and down south, you will see it more often. Yeah. So you will see what you're saying with the fast food. Right. But see, we only had the one Hungry Jack's here for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then now there's one at Kulalinga and there's one in the city. Okay, there's three Hungry so Jack's. So they're growing, yeah. I, I thought, um, and I'm just throwing it out there, I'm surprised that they didn't put a Hungry Jack's on the corner of uh, Ross Smith Avenue and Stewart Highway, where the uh, the petrol station is now, oh, the United. Yeah. I think that's perfect for it. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, maybe it'll come. Hey, you Hungry Jack's uh, Are management? You yeah, you always want me. Because I, I heard someone talking about a Nando's or something like that. Nando's, that's the place. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not going to work because you need weight of numbers. So it's only going to work for an established chain that have got two, three existing uh, properties yep. because it's about freight at that point. So that servo, that United servo at the corner of Ross yep. Smith and Stewart Highway, yep. they sell the most drinks out of any service station in Darwin. Is that correct? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think it is. Do they really? Yeah. Uh, well, while we're plugging service stations, <laughs> I was, I, I, I would never go there for petrol because it's too expensive. But the one petrol station I was impressed with, I had to go in to buy something once at the, I think, I don't think it's still a BP, but it used to be the BP, the other end of Ross Smith and Dick Ward Drive in Fanny Bay there. Opposite where we used to work at First Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Fanny Bay one. I'll call they, the Fanny Bay one. They yeah. freeze the, um, of course, the Gatorade they drinks do. for all the tradies. thought that was a ripping that idea. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> and I've seen that one other place. Yeah, okay. But, um, anyway, that was the other thing with the US. I couldn't get over how cheap the drinks were. I, my wife was feeling a bit ill on one day, so I went to the supermarket and yep. I bought her a... Um, a litre bottle of Gatorade. That's what, like five bucks a year or seven bucks? Yeah. Seven dollars? Uh, yeah, if, if you if you go to said BP, it'll cost you about that much. Yeah, yeah. You can probably get it on a special for two for five bucks or something. But that's okay. the 600 mil. Yeah. This was a litre. A litre, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, a litre. 49 cents. Oh, f- <laughs> F off. <laughs> 49 cents. Bullshit. Yeah. And, I mean, even a 1.5 litre bottle of Smirnoff vodka from Walmart is 10 bucks. And that's not on special. That's just like the normal everyday price. And we're so, paying like forty to fifty dollars a bottle here for a seven fifty mil. Yeah, yeah. So one point five liters. One point five liters <laughs> for ten dollars. Yeah. All of their alcohol, but all the spirits. What were the hell? Ten bucks for these massive bottles. Anyway, what can you do? I got my um, wow, n- never-ending bottle of 
cheese, whatever you call them, Cheetos. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that was a brilliant photo. That was brilliant. <laughs> I was like, for some stupid reason, that was the one thing I wanted to do. Because, you know, whenever you watch American movies, particularly sort of rap movies or whatever, yeah. they've always got these ridiculously large bags of chips or yep. Cheetos yeah, or that's something. Right. I was like, i got to get myself one of those and see how long they last. So I, bought, that, I saw that photo. That was massive. I bought one of them and I bought the same size in like these little cheese snacks. <laughs> what they were was pretzels, three different flavors of cheese, like corn chips, um, cheese balls and cheese something else, all in the one barrel. Couldn't finish it in the whole trip. <laughs> oh, actually, I know you mentioned this. How much was... See, we've got packets of cigarettes, right? And oh. then for, for 25, for 25 pack, we're reaching what? 30, 30 bucks? 30, yeah. $35. We're right? not smokers, so we don't really know. But yeah, I'd say yeah. 30, 30 bucks wouldn't be... I think it'd be on the cheap side. So yeah. at one stage, my attention was drawn to a cigarette cabinet, right? Because you don't see them here anymore, firstly. Because they're all just... They're away, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no branding. Yeah. And there's no branding in them. No branding at yeah. all. But okay. this was a cabinet at the end of, like we're in the supermarket, at the end of the checkout, yeah. just there was a like, cabinet there, which I presume was like a vending machine or and, something. And, and, and they're trying to get people to stop smoking over there, so what have they done? Yep, so what they've done is they've <laughs> raised prices on cigarettes. For the packet, so, yeah. For the packet. So I saw these 25 packs, like your normal brands that you get here, like Marlborough and whatever the other brands are. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what the brands are, but they look familiar. Yeah. $7.50. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's going to not really work, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> About $7.50 for a yeah, pack yeah. of 25. Yeah, when you say oh, you're raising man. prices, you might want to quadruple that to make some sort of a dent. Oh, man. The other thing that was Wait bizarre, and I won't bore everyone with endless trips, but the other thing we found bizarre, yes. if you want to fill up your tank with a... Um, you know, fill up your tank with fuel in Australia, you drive into the petrol station, you take the pump off, you fill up your tank, you walk in and you pay for it, you get in your car and you leave. Perfect. Right. Well, at least in Los, at least in Nevada and in California, you go to the petrol station, you walk inside, you tell them how much you want to buy, even though if you've got a higher car, you have no idea. Yeah. So you go, I don't know, 50 bucks. So they take 50 bucks from you. You walk out. They then release the pump. You put it into your car. And then when it's 35 bucks, you walk back inside to get a refund on what you didn't spend because you didn't know how much it was going to be. What? And that's if it works. We had a, a bizarre situation at one place where my wife went inside to pay for it. She paid for it. It didn't work. They had to then refund that transaction, do it again. It didn't work a second time. They had to refund it again. She then refused to go back in. I go in. I go, mate, what's going on? He takes my card, swipes it through. It works. But, of course, we didn't spend the full amount. So then we go back in and he gives me the refund amount. But it was wrong. Oh. So they had to redo it for Sat. I was oh. like, and I eventually said to this Mexican guy who was working in the like the attached sort of um, mechanics who came out to wonder what was going on. I go, mate, what is with your damn system here for paying for fuel? Yeah. And he go, I can't do his accent, but you know what Mexicans yeah, yeah, yeah. are. <laughs> <And he> goes, <laughs> okay, sir. And he goes, um, 
it's because everyone drives off. Of course. And I was like, yeah, okay, I get that. Everyone drives I off. I get that. Yeah. And also their credit card system's different to ours. If you give a credit card over there, it doesn't mean there's funds on it, but they don't find out straight away or something. Oh. So, oh. anyway. Oh. Long story short. Wow. It was a fun trip. That's interesting. I learned a lot. I saw... I saw a lot of things that made a lot of sense. I saw a lot of things that just made me shake my head. Yeah, 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 of course. And when we hear about how efficient the US is and how much better they are, yep. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. What what they do well is they they tell you what you want to hear. Right. So okay. they're, they're all about service. Yeah. So there's always a big smile and a, yeah. I'm sorry, sir, yeah. and let's fix it. They don't get it right more often than we do. Oh, they really don't. Okay. And I found that in the services industry in particular. You know, the, the services industry are generally by people who are uh, less highly paid. Right. Okay. Okay. So, and, and often English is a second, third, or fourth language. Yep. And, uh, and it shows. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Like gotcha. The, one, the first hotel we stayed at, which was 150 bucks a night US, so not cheap. No one, apart from the front counter staff, could speak English. English. Oh, that, that's weird, hey? <laughs> I found it bizarre. That is, yeah, that's I found strange. It bizarre. But well. I guess we are close to the Mexican border there. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's uh, some brief notes on a trip to the that's US. That's interesting, very mm. interesting. Well, I guess I'll say from my visit to uh, to Las Vegas... They will bloody scam you over there. Yeah. They're really good. It's a scamming kind of place. Somebody somebody wrote somewhere um, that I wasn't directly talking to at the time. Yeah. But somebody on Facebook wrote, as I was sitting in my hotel room um, in Las Vegas, he said, nowhere knows how to separate you from your money better yeah. In Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Such yeah, a good wow, that's brilliant. So I checked into our hotel, which we got a fully serviced one because we were planning on just having a bit of downtime while we were there as well. Yeah, yeah. And I got to the front counter and I said, just here to check in. And she said, okay, no problem. Surname, gave my surname. We'd prepaid for this. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then she goes, um, how would you like to pay your resort fee? <laughs> and I said, oh, it's all prepaid. She said, no, that's the room, your resort fee. And I said, um, part of my ignorance, what's a resort fee? Yeah. And she said, that's to pay for your free breakfast and your free Wi-Fi. Oh, how's it free then? And I said, well, it's not free if I'm paying for it now, is it? <laughs> and literally she looked at me like I was talking another language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, well, that's the resort fee. I said, okay, well, obviously I have to pay it, but it's not free if I've got to pay oh, it. Say it's oh. I just that found that. And, and she li it literally didn't compute that I would be even slightly questioning it. So, You're yeah. the weirdo. <laughs> Good way. Anyway. And no kids, of course. No Yet kids. The, the four gremlins stayed here. Yes, they did with their grandmothers. Uh -huh. Suitably damaged them for life. <laughs> <laughs> As grandmothers do, by spoiling them and everything else. Oh, yes, of course. Anyway, and what about you? What did you get up to, my friend? Oh, look, a lot of work, a lot of a lot of hustling. Sunday morning, I woke up. As you do, wake up. But Lauren was away. Hopefully you wake up. Yeah, yeah Lauren was away. Had young Mason in, in sleeping next to me. And I'll just do a quick look at the Facebook feed and bam, Darwin RSL Club burnt down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I was out Saturday night. Yeah. And um, 
I had to pick something up and, and drop it off and then I just went to the city to grab something quickly to eat and um, as I was coming out from where I was eating, yeah. I first thing I noticed was the amount of smoke in the city. Right, okay. It wasn't a, of, a lot of breeze, but the whole city was just engulfed in smoke. Oh. And then um, five big fire engines went roaring past me with their lights and bells going. Jeez. And yeah, it wasn't until Sunday that I found out what it was. And um, I've, I've seen it today and it's it, not pretty, it doesn't is it? look good, no. Now, RSL stands for... Uh, Return Services League, so yeah, okay. it's for the or Servicemen's League, so yeah, it's yeah. for the um, the diggers basically. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, you know, on Anzac Day and and um, November eleventh and and the big yeah. sort of Memorial Days, um, you know, they they obviously get inundated, but they're they're operational all year round. So and there would have been. Some, I presume. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the facts behind it, which is pretty bad, I suppose, but I, I presume that you know they're they're there to raise money for the, or they are. For, the, for them, yeah. Yeah, for the diggers. And, um, you know, like each one of these particular clubs, they'll have really rare memorabilia. And, yeah, that's you know, what I'm rare saying. artefacts yeah. and things like that. It'll be so, like a museum almost of, of, of the diggers, yeah. Correct. Yeah, so the, at this particular one downstairs, there was a little um, uh, museum, if you want to call it that. Yeah, or, yeah display. Uh, yeah. yeah, room with display and things. And very sadly, I, I suspect that they're probably going to have lost the majority of it yeah which, you know that you can't replace that stuff so it's just terrible and that rsl um has been renovated a lot in recent years yeah, so yeah 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 um oh, you know, sh- yeah really terrible it was good to see um uh yeah the, the uh, what is it uh, the hospitality industries jason hannah you know st- straight away go on facebook on sunday and say hey you know some of you guys that are out are out, are out of work yep Come see us. Oh, nice. Very put nice. you on. Put you on. He's very proactive like that, from what I can see. Look, the I amount of break-ins he has, yeah, and he yeah. still keeps going, yeah, is yeah. is beyond yeah. me. Yeah. But it's a really nice thing to do. It it absolutely is because yeah, yeah those you know the casual workers and um, you know anybody involved with the bar and restaurant, they're not going to be working for a long time because that'll yeah. have to be rebuilt from scratch. I take it. Oh, actually, one one other. No, I'll just turn myself around. Um, something for you as well just really quickly while yeah. I was away yeah. uh, am I right in saying that um, you you, uh, you got your, your invite that you were looking for and you call up to go and see the, the big boss oh yeah so has that happened it's happened oh uh, nice did you get a chance to have a chat no oh she kicked you out Oh. oh dear no should we be talking about this no we can talk about this uh, <laughs> it was young Olivia's um Graduation. Okay. For for she's Essendon. A childhood prodigy. Well, she's uh, she's going on to big school now. Oh, okay. Okay, so <laughs> she graduated preschool. Yeah, Good and job. They, they they wanted a oh, pre-transition, I should say. Okay. Pre-transition. Yep. Um. So yeah. So they had a, a beautiful function there. Yep. However. Yes. As you know, um, my mother-in-law Diane, she's very proactive in the kids' life. Yeah. Grandparents weren't invited, and a few of them weren't very happy about that. Oh, no. So it's only the parents. Oh, wow. So she wrote a letter to the school about it. Yeah. And they did respond saying, we'll take it on board. Wow. Yeah. Well, if they're limited by space, then that's an easy <coughs> option. Choose somewhere else. Yeah. Look, it, it was a nice uh, nice evening, nonetheless. Okay. Good view? Unreal view. Yeah, yeah. You can't really, until you see it, you can't describe no, it. No, that's right. No, look, I can't. Oh, there it is. 
gonna say I can't find it. So, if you do you know uh, back to the hospitality industry, you know of Jimmy? I sure do. Oh, you do. Hanuman. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What's happened? Can I read the article? Just the start of it for you. Yeah. Popular long-time Darwin businessman Jimmy Shu is armed and waiting for the next week ne- for the next time booze-craving thieves smash their way into his award-winning Hanuman restaurant on Mitchell Street, Darwin. Yesterday was the final straw for Jimmy, who has armed himself with these razor-sharp knives, and there's a picture of him holding a pretty big knife there, uh, after his uh, restaurant was hit for the third time in a week. Wow. He's now sleeping there. Yeah, right. He's, he's had a gutful. Well, yeah, I can understand that. I'm not sure that being on... The paper front page with the knife saying I am going to stab someone. Yeah, with two knives. It's probably, oh, two knives. Sorry, yes. Yeah, it's to the other pro- one. Probably not a great way to be able to um, claim it was you know random act down the track. <laughs> self defence. You know, self defence. <laughs> but be that as it may, I, I could get it. I, no, I, look, he's, yeah. I've got a uh, an yeah. acquaintance, and and you do too, um, that owns a, a local car wash. Yep. Here in Darwin. Yep. And I'm constantly perplexed at the amount of times she is posting with the things that people do to her business. Oh. You know, oh. from break-ins yep. to dumping rubbish to... Yep. I, I just... It, it sickens me, to yeah. be honest, yeah. Um, yeah. because it's hard enough to be in business and make money in this current environment yeah. without that stuff going on. Oh, well, actually, so, yeah, I, cases, I agree with Jimmy you. Jimmy and, yeah. and um, our friend yes I, I just i feel for them terribly yeah one more there's someone in the palmerston community trying to make a difference at the moment he spent hours upon hours putting proposals together meeting with government he was even featured on the news i'll show you this later and last week something happened in woodruff where they they almost caught um uh three kids during the day they almost caught them they saw these kids trying to break into homes during the day in woodruff these kids went home and they started posting their addresses, and it was gonna shit was gonna go down. Uh, everyone's had a gutful, so the community's on edge. They're saying this is where they live. Community getting uh, rattled up. I get these messages: delete the addresses, delete the address. Mind yeah. you, they've been up for a while. Yeah, so yeah. we delete the addresses, and the fucking community has the balls to go against Aaron, who. He's been working with people and the government to actually yeah. sort these out. Yeah. So it's like he tried to do the right thing. Yeah. He went over to speak to the, do his bit, but police sort of knew what was going on and they weren't idiots. Yeah. But um, in the end of it, Aaron uh, left the community. I found out the next day and I put, I put up some pretty, pretty full on posts. They're still up there mm. now. Um, and there is actually a community meeting this afternoon at 5.30 ah. in Woodruff about this. This is full ah. on. The commu- this is getting serious now. Yeah. It's either former lynch mob, start killing people. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> which I don't think we'll do. No, which we're, we're saying, hey, let's just do it this way and don't attack the ones that are trying to do it the correct way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there wow. you go. There's, yeah, not just, not to end. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. I, I, I'll give my two cents worth. Yep. And I've said several times on these things that I'm not overly informed about the, you know, um, sentencing situations and all that sort of stuff. And yep. whether the magistrates are hamstrung or whatever. Which I've um, clearly stated that the magistrates correct. are fucking soft. Uh, and, and I take that on board. <laughs> the, the thing that I would say is that um, I remember several governments ago, there was a lot of talk about this, you know, crime 
Yep. Lifting and crime rates were going yep. up. And then we're going to be tough on we crime. We seemed to get it in, under control for a while. Um, that's all I'm hearing about at the moment. And I'm hearing and seeing things about different areas that you weren't hearing about before. Yep. So I'd love to know that something's being done about this, whether it needs to come at government level, police level, or the above, I don't know. Yeah. But we just cannot put up with these serial offenders climbing in windows, letting their two-year-old and three-year-old brothers and sisters get into, you know, um, dog holes and whatever to open the door. This can't continue. Yeah. This is not... It's just not good enough. It's not how you do things. That's right. Anyway, I guess we'll leave it to our next conversation to get an update. That's been good to catch up, Pete. We've missed you, mate. We're back in here. Yeah, I missed you too, buddy. It's been... Uh, it's weird. Like, you go away on holidays and you go yeah. to enjoy them. But um, and, and I did. But um, we've got stuff to do, mate. Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's go rattle this town yeah, up. Yeah, and uh, Done. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Kafkas. And I'm Peter Gowers. We are two peas in a pod. We'll catch you next time. Bye now.